0: Yeah. tuned into Cheap Tuesday's 101.5UMFM. There's uh, two things you're going to have to put up with me uh, doing for the next little while. And uh, that's the first one. It's the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who this year. 1963 it premiered. And uh, so I'm going to be taking a look at scores and uh, full scores in the second half of the show uh, a couple of times through the course of the year. I might, I, I'd like to try to hit each Doctor once, but who knows. I do prefer the earlier stuff, to be honest, the BBC Radiophonic Workshop History of electronic music and all that, it's fascinating. So there you heard uh, from the third Doctor era, you heard a Dudley Simpson track, The Ambassadors of Death, it's a suite, and it stuck out because it's a little bit more um, library music in parts, which is not completely normal for Doctor Who, although for that era, it's more common. And that comes off the uh, compilation CD, Doctor Who, the John Pertwee era music from the third Doctor. So yeah, look forward to that. Uh, The other thing, oh, by the way, this is Cheap Tuesdays, 101.5, UMFM, I'm Dan. The other thing you're going to have to put up with me for the next month or so, the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists released their memo earlier this month, January 2023, and uh, it said we're currently at 90 seconds to midnight. This is the closest that we've ever been to complete destruction of the world since the clock started in 1947. And according to them, it's due in a large part to the war in Ukraine. Now, here's where I need you to ask yourself to just hold on a second. I'm not going to be so bold as to say I've got it all figured out, but, you know, I am a student of history, and I've come to my own opinion on the war and why it's happening. And that might not be the same as your opinion, and that's okay, because we're not talking about the opinions on the war itself. Okay, so I'd ask you to just maybe put your opinion aside and just uh, keep an open mind. I want to focus on what the experts are saying. Okay, because over the last decade or more, uh, all we constantly get told is to follow the science and listen to the experts, whether you're talking about climate change or COVID policy or whatever else. And fair enough, I don't have a problem with that. Okay, but in my opinion, you can't just apply that to one field like COVID policy and then ignore another field's experts when their opinions show you something you don't like. So the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists is a world-renowned source on international affairs Uh, here they are in their own words from the website thebulletin.org so you can check it out for yourself but here they are in their own words the bulletin began as an emergency action created by scientists who saw an immediate need for a public reckoning in the aftermath of the atomic bombings of hiroshima and nagasaki one mission was to urge fellow scientists to help shape national and international policy A second mission was to help the public understand what the bombings meant for humanity. These scientists anticipated that the atom bomb bomb would be only the first of many dangerous presents from the Pandora's box of modern science. They were all too correct. Humanity now faces additional threats from greenhouse gases, cyber attacks, and the misuse of genetic engineering and artificial intelligence. The bulletin's doomsday clock serves as a vivid symbol of these multiplying perils, its hands showing how close to extinction we are. With the energy of words and ideas, we seek to motivate our audience to acknowledge emerging threats, manage their dangers, and turn back the hands of the doomsday clock. So that's them in their own words. Um, There's a link to who's on what they call the Science and Security Board on my UMFM programming page for Cheap Tuesdays. I'm not going to bore you by reading it out, but there's a long list of people, all with very impressive credentials that establish them as the experts on matters like this. Okay, so these are the experts. And what are they telling us? Once again, they're saying that we are 90 seconds to midnight, the closest we've ever been since they started the clock in 1947. And again, in their words, it's due in large part to the war in Ukraine. So then what should we do, do you think? Should we just send in more money to prolong the war? Should we send in more weapons? That'll probably help the situation, right? How about we all just get the fuck out of Dodge and work on bringing both sides to the negotiating table so that this war can end? Silence is no longer an option on this, folks. This war needs to stop. And as Canadian citizens, we need to help make this a reality. So all of that out of the way, what can you expect from me in the next month? Well, music. <laughs> I mean, music. Okay. Yes, I took a look at, at five dangerous decades, according to the Doomsday Clock, and then took some music from the most dangerous year of that decade. And so I'll be playing some of those tracks. And in between the songs, I'll give you a brief bit of information about what was happening in the world around that time to make it so dangerous. And then I'll give you the Doomsday Clock time for that worst year of that decade. Um, and you can kind of guess, right? You can try to play along and think, well, what's the year that I'm talking about? Because you'll hear the songs and you can sort of try to figure out uh, when they came out. So hopefully you'll find it interesting, not too invasive of you or your opinions, whatever they are. Um, and we're going to start with the 2000s. So our first song is coming up. And uh, you know what? Maybe I won't tell you the song or the or the band in between. I'll, I'll I'll catch up at the end of the entire set. I'll catch you up on what all those bands were. So here we go with the first song. So the 2000s uh, certainly started off pretty badly. If you remember, if you're old enough to remember like I am, uh, the 9-11 attacks uh, completely unmoored me from sanity almost (laughs) or from safety anyway. I mean, it, it was a shocking attack on America. The destruction of those two towers, the visual symbol of that crumbling to the ground, all the deaths. I mean, it was a frightening thing, a really frightening thing. And then followed up very quickly by a very frightening response. Um, people people a little younger don't maybe remember because they got sort of blinded by Donald Trump and his obnoxiousness. But George W. Bush was a fucking awful president. By far the worst president ever. I mean, by an objective standard, when you look at all of the things that he did and all of the things that happened during his tenure, I mean, it's uh, by far, it's not even close So, I mean, the resulting war on terror that he declared as a result of the 9-11 attacks um, made the world a very dangerous place. And we'll get to more of it after this track. ¶¶
1: Now insignificant. Insignificant.
0: So we're back, and as a part of Bush's war on terror uh, that he started in the 2000s after the 9-11 attacks, we of course had the war in Iraq and wars in Afghanistan. And that was not just America, right? That was a lot of people. Canada was involved in the war in Afghanistan. Um, Lots of countries were involved in the war in Iraq. Um, And by some counts, the war in Iraq especially, by some counts, more than a million civilians died in total, right? And whenever America's involved in a war and multiple countries are involved in wars, there's always that danger, right? There's always that danger of, you know, are things going to get really bad? Are they going to spill out into other countries? right so scary times here's another track As a result of this war on terror and the war in Iraq and the war in Afghanistan, 9-11, all of that stuff, um, in the 2000s, we saw a pretty significant increase in terror attacks around the world. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to bore you with all of the details of every single one, but uh, there were a lot of them. You know, I opened up the Wikipedia page, uh, the category terrorist incidents in the 2000s, and it's got um, 19 subcategories to it. So that just tells you how many there were, right, and how serious this was. Um, So, again, the world was in a terrifying place in the 2000s, okay? But the worst it ever got was the year we're looking at, which was 2007. That's right. If you guessed that year, you got it, 2007. And according to the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists, again, the experts, that was the worst that it got, and they set the clock at five minutes to midnight. We're now at 90 seconds to midnight. Silence is no longer an option. Stop the war in Ukraine. Negotiations must go forward. Peace must be achieved before it's too late. And that's it. All right. Not so bad, right? Okay. So pass it on then, please, because I kind of like living and I like the world in its current unblowed up state. So uh, do me a favor, pass that message on to people. Again, Regardless of your feelings on the war and who started it and whose fault it is, try to put that aside. Do you really want the complete destruction of humanity, according, again, to the experts? I know I don't. So, moving along. We're going to stick to the scores, so don't worry. We're still doing scores. And uh, on a lighter note, I, uh, I did manage to finish um, a project. So, well, sort of. It's kind of funny to call it a project. It's not really a project. But, you know, I skipped the uh, Nintendo Wii U. I didn't buy that console. So uh, I did want to try to catch up on some of the releases as they got re-released on the Switch. And uh, one of the big ones for me was Super Mario Odyssey, because I'm a big Mario fan. And uh, I did finally just finish that game uh, yesterday, opening up the extra levels and uh, finishing that monster of a crazy last level that took me forever to finish. But I did it. Man, the music in this game, there's a four-disc set released. And uh, even just disc one... When I put in my first cut and the first set of songs, it was 47 minutes. So uh, we can come back to this well many times over the course of the next several years, and it's worth it. There's some fantastic music in here. So you're going to hear three composers in general. um, Shiho Fuji, Naoto Kubo, and of course, the legendary Koji Kondo. So uh, enjoy. This is tracks from Super Mario Odyssey. This has been Cheap Tuesdays. And I'm your host, Dan. Stay tuned for whatever's coming up next. Hopefully, it's dead air. And I'll be back here from 10 to 11 p.m. next week. Thanks, folks. Take care.